You're listening to 1001 Album Club, where each episode we discuss a different album from Robert Demery's book, 1001 Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. You make me feel so young You make me feel so spring has sprung And every time I see you grin I'm such a happy individual The moment that you speak I wanna go play hide and seek I wanna go and bounce the moon Just like a toy balloon episode, I got Adam, Ben, John, and Rob. Hello. And we are covering uh, Frank Sinatra's Songs for Swinging Lovers. It's the 10th studio album for Frank and his fourth on Capitol Records, released in March of 1956, produced by Vilroy Gilmore. The genre is swing, traditional pop, jazz. After the success of The Wee Small Hours, Nelson Riddle was once again called upon for arrangement duties, and what emerged in Songs for Swinging Lovers was a toe-tapping pop classic with Sinatra sounding right at home. So what did we think of Songs for Swinging Lovers? I thought it ruled, but I kind of miss emo Sinatra. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's still there. Oh, no, man. I don't know. It's it's so much happier, and like it, it's, it's very, very good, but... Coming off of uh, We Small Hours, just like, I uh, no, it's like a Pinkerton and a Green album. Yeah. Like just, uh, you know, give, would, it, give me that emo. Give no, it's that, it's that Pinkerton and the Blue album. Yeah. Songs for Swing, or uh, We Small Hours. Definitely. Is, is your Blue album? No, no, no. It's, it's the Pinkerton. It's a reverse it's the, Pinkerton. It's a reverse it's a reverse Pinkerton. Pinkerton. Ah, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I get it. I, I knew what you were saying. I love We Small Hours. I love Sad Sinatra. But, uh, well, what was this, uh? Swinging songs for songs for swinging love. It 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 might as well be a greatest hits. You know, it was like it was like Fisher Price, my first Sinatra. This is Sinatra on a plate. You know, yeah. I loved it. The arrangements were incredible. It's what you, unless you're in a bad mood, it's what you want when you drop the needle on a Sinatra record. Sure. Yeah, I mean, it's got I've got you under my skin, pennies from heaven. Uh, you make me feel so young. Making whoopee. Making whoopee. Uh, and then he does like anything goes. And yeah, I mean this it's got some pretty classic and strong tracks of his. I think Monterey's on it, isn't Monterey's it? Monterey's on there, yeah. It's you know, him writing textbook pop. It's three minute and, songs. I mean, is it like heavy a repetition year or less after the last record, by the way? Yeah, it is wow. the, the, the year after. Um I know it's the year after, but I mean are, are we talking months? <laughs> like nine months? It's just crazy. Yeah. So, We Small Hours was right after his breakup with Ava Gardner. Mm-hmm. So, like, Seems to have gotten over it so pretty he's, okay. <laughs> Who's the Philly who got his heart pumping for this he's one? back on track. <laughs> Frank's back on top, baby. <laughs> yeah, the tonal shift is shocking. Mm-hmm. Um, it is smart, though, because as much as the We Small Hours was celebrated, it's smart to go to take that opportunity of finding a bit of a new audience and then 
grabbing like you know grabbing them and just like turning or turning it around and putting out this record of not just uh more standard sounding sinatra but really strong classic sounding sinatra songs it's was, it was just very savvy on his and the record labels part and the writers it's a clever move to just grab people while that you that you got their attention you got it yeah and so i was looking at it and it is just right under one year they released the one in 55 april 55 um this one march 11 56. months wow. so yeah back to back sinatra it's, it's hits a, it's a hit you know like everything's straight up a hit um, Top of his game. Same, yeah. same producer, is it Voiles? Or what's uh, same producer, Voile Gilmore. Mm-hmm. Same arranger. Same arranger. So they just Nelson said, Riddle. we got a winning combination. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now let's flip it. Let's do these pops numbers and just uh, go for it and try to make people feel good again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we made them feel really bad. Suicidal. They got If they got past that, then they're uh, they're looking for a pep. And so. It shows that he's still got his own his old thing, and it's, it's as good as ever. You know, I think mm-hmm. it's, it's it's cool. I mean, yeah. If right. you like if you like Sinatra, yeah. If you want that, this toe, is what you want. Sort of toe tapping, swinging Sinatra. This 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 is it. I've got you under my skin. I've got you deep in the heart of me. So deep in my heart that you're really a part of me. I've got you under my skin. I tried so not to give in. I said, you know, even like personal relationships aside. You know, going into we small hours, like people weren't really into the whole 1930s Sinatra thing anymore. He, so, like career-wise, he was low. Then he releases this album of sad bastard music, and he gets high, or he gets you know back back, back on, on the top. saddle, back on top. Yeah. And it's it only makes sense to follow that up with just like back on top Sinatra. You know? Right. I thought his. Uh... I wrote a couple notes here. I thought his voice sounded great. Sounded very playful. So natural. I mean, he he is, you know, the singer. Uh, but yeah, his crooning, all that stuff. The bass had a playful bounce. Uh, it doesn't slow down at all either. Mm-hmm. That was that was what surprised me after a wee small hours. I thought, well, you know, he'll probably do a torch song or two. Um, but we'll be together again is like the only one that's kind of a torch song. But it even ha- even that has some uh, some horn sections and some some bass. It picks up, you know. It's not there's nothing that is just like a melancholy string arrangement. Like almost every, every single song has that uh, that pop that swing. When you say a torch song, are you referring to the the cheap trick power ballad? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you know, just slow Absolutely. it down for a minute. With a standard cheap trick power ballad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, speaking of word selection, uh, one of the things you really notice in Sinatra, if you listen to a bunch of it in a row, is how much uh, colloquial and like 
goofy word selection there is. You know, stuff like <laughs> razzle, dazzle, you know, like it's just, if you actually stop and just say, how much of this 50s jibber jabber is actually in these songs? You can't get through one song that just uses like, and I'm not saying this is a negative at all. It, it plants it directly in the 50s in its time, which can go either way. But as a time castle, it's kind of funny because there's sort of a way to write a song that you do a timeless kind of lyric approach, which is you don't throw in modern terms. I mean, you know, you don't say cell phone or twerk and, <laughs> you know, and then people don't identify what, you know, what the time is. These songs are so unabashedly full of lines like making whoopee. And it's just, it goes on and on. I, I actually, if I'd had, if I wasn't driving when I was listening to the record, I wanted to make a list of just every funny expression or phrase that they use because it's stunning over, across the album how many there are. So you're saying for this to have been a more timeless album, uh, Snatch would have said, uh, another season, another reason for intercourse. <laughs> <laughs> you know, does anybody else think he says whoopee? Like, it's just hilarious when he says it. It's oh, yeah, because like, he's, he's pulling back. He's like, for making whoopee. Yeah, <laughs> he knows. Yeah, 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 yeah. no, it's like he's hamming it up. So. He's handed a lyric sheet. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> all right. What are we making any Ball and bra. But yeah, he, take, yeah but he takes the beat to, to let you know yeah. before he says it every time. It's, yeah. I love, and that's a classic Sinatra oh, note, sure, too. Yeah. It's to like pause and then deliver. Like, yeah. it, I, I just feel like it, the language selection is worth a visit. And I, I think the funny part is that it doesn't, it really doesn't hurt the record because it just makes you, you're transported into this goofy 50s time where. It's just sort of like a cartoon. Did anyone else not realize that getting to be a habit with me was like just heavily laden with references to being addicted to drugs? I, I, I picked up on that, yes. I just, like, I've heard that song a bunch of times. I just never was like, oh man, he's like, no, I, I have a serious problem. I need to talk to someone about this because I'm really, it's unhealthy. He references to getting his fix. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I, I need to get it. I need to, I gotta, I gotta do this. I don't have a choice. He's addicted to Whoopi. Yeah, he's addicted to Whoopi and if he doesn't get it, he's gonna get sick. <laughs> Razzmatazz. Yeah. <laughs> I got some razzmatazz. I got the razzmatazz real bad. <laughs> it's code for the shakes. It's that old devil moon that you stole from the skies. It's that old devil moon in your eyes. You and your glance make this romance too hot to handle. Stars in the night blazing their light can't hold a candle to your razzle dazzle. You got me flying high. And um, I, I was talking to Rob earlier, and I think. I mean, when most people think Sinatra, I think you, you might have said it before, when they think of Sinatra, they think of this album, probably. I mean, obviously, they probably have a Greatest Hits album or something like that. But Even if what, they don't know they're thinking of this album. Yeah. They're thinking of the songs from this yes, album. Yes, yes. They are thinking of the also the attitude. Mm -hmm. Unless they were 
uh, a bit older and they're actually thinking of the younger you know blue eyes like a like a teenage heartthrob kind of if they're thinking of later Sinatra this is this is probably it the song I, always comes to my mind when I think of Sinatra is I've got you under my skin yeah you know that for whatever reason that's that's the one I mean David and I sometimes when we're checking mics what we both go to that song for whatever reason and I, for me, that's sort of just the, the uh, epitome. And so for that to be on this record says, oh, yeah, this record yeah. St- still sticks out. You mentioned greatest hits. When when I was in high school, I got uh, Sinatra's greatest hits CD. It was my like my first, my introduction to him, which is like Sinatra's greatest hits on CD. And it's probably 40% similar to this album. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Might not have all this, the same songs. Um, no, since no. he did so many songs, but, but it was it's like, got the same. It's a twelve-song CD, and like four of them, five of them were yeah. from this album. Yeah, and they're all trying to probably replicate the same arrangements, same arrangement style at least. Yeah, the other stuff was probably a little bit after the album, where mm-hmm. you know he knew he had the winning combination, even yeah. if it wasn't the same arranger. Tenth record too, by the way. Wow. Yeah. Always cool to hear something like that. Yeah, <laughs> it's the tenth album. And yeah, like, was his, well, We Small Hours was his comeback. Yeah, I know. I just yeah. like, two in a row, nine and ten. Yeah. Love yeah. it. <laughs> On top. All right. So I guess the question is: Is this classic? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. No I question. Think, yeah, I think so too. I mean, this is Sinatra, top of his game, all the swagger, all the swing. Mm-hmm. It's for swinging. Makes me it's for swinging lovers. Swinging lovers. Make a spaghetti dinner. Couple skate only. Uh-huh. Yeah. I guess the only only criticism, um, sort of like the the Fats Domino, um, you know, it's almost, you know, the songs are so good, you know, it's they just they have the same themes. They have the same arrangement. It gets a little samey. It gets, yeah, it can it can get into that territory where it's, as an album, it feels like they're, they're, they're almost too similar. But again, this is at a time, 1956, where the singles are, are what they're selling. You know, mm-hmm. it's on the radio. It's the 45s. Um, well, and you know, like a, a, a recording artist as prolific as Sinatra, you know, like I would, I would pick up Sinatra albums when I would see them at like thrift stores and stuff ever like for ever since I started picking up records there's all like there's there's dozens of them and there's better ones and there's worse ones but except for like We Small Hours and some earlier stuff a lot of it kind of has that Sinatra sound and a lot of them you know I've got a handful of them and I couldn't tell you which songs are on which ones you know you just right. it's a Sinatra record it's right. going to sound like Sinatra but to get one that's got all these recognizable songs on the same one, yeah, that's that's something. Slam dunk. You know? Yeah. I got a fun just tidbit I just yeah. thought of. Yeah. Uh, there's some really great Sinatra stories, like Vegas Sinatra stuff, sure. in the Don Rickles documentary, Mr. Warmth, which if it's worth, if you like comedy, you have to watch that. But he, uh, there's all these great stories about like Sinatra and, and the Rat Pack and I, I recall them saying, or Don Rickles saying that Sinatra basically just didn't sleep. He would just perform and party and carouse, <laughs> and he could just get by on two, three hours of napping, and then he'd go go back to it. And it just go. There's just all these crazy stories about this sort of uh, firecracker of a guy. 
when he says he did it his way, he means my not blood was mostly yeah. bourbon. Yeah. <laughs> my way means I do what I want when I want. Yeah. Four I packs mean, a day. Hey. I just it's a good watch. All right. I think we will probably be visiting Frank Sinatra again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really? Sky Masterson. I I have a feeling I I, I don't uh, I haven't looked ahead, but uh, yeah, I, I, I feel like he is probably going to pop up at least Burning. one more time. Come Fly With Me is a good one. I don't know yeah, that's, that's one there. of my other tops. Yeah. It's not on that record. Man. Yeah. Let's float down to Peru. <laughs> <laughs> if you can use some exotic booze, there's a bar in Far Bombay. <laughs> uh, there's a part with a guy. Uh, the part is like, uh, oh, let's do, float down to Peru. Peru. Uh, in Llama Land, there's a one-man band, and he'll toot his flute for you. <laughs> That's the best line. Oh, my God. In Llama Land. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, the language. Like, you can't... Like, writing these songs would be really fun. I mean, because it's just like, let's say some kooky shit. Oh, so good. In Llama Land. And next time, we will be covering uh, the self-titled titled a debut album from uh, the crickets called the chirping crickets that's it for now it's very clear our love is here to stay not for a year Whatever and a day The radio and the telephone And the movies that we know May just be passing fancies And in time may go But oh my dear Our love is here to stay Together we're